into the contest. It's Tuesday, the 2nd of November. Welcome to Afternoon Sport, the 2nd of November, the first Tuesday in November. What does that mean, Shane? That means you're dressing up in top hat and tails. It's Melbourne Cup Day. It's Melbourne Cup Day, mate. Very excited. Um, I've got my frock ready, my fascinator ready to go, Timmy. <laughs> that is unfortunate. That would be... T- <laughs> look, <laughs> not this is the pot calling the kettle. But uh, yeah, look, it's just a good feeling, isn't it? Because I think most people are starting to feel a little bit more relaxed about the world and uh, Melbourne Cup Day, it is that day wherever you are in Australia, you just stop for those few minutes and or stop even for a little bit longer for many people and have some fun. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Timmy. And I think that people today after the, you know, the appalling couple of years we've had um, are going to really let their hair down today and have a good time. Yeah, you've got to try and find something to beat the favourite. We'll talk about that a little bit later. We'll also talk about Joe Rudy's come out swinging. Just a little bit of mind games with the Australian cricket team. Nathan Vardy's wild old tattoo and Cody Walker re-signs with Souths. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Main Hair Care. Oh, Main Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care. Targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. Now, Shane, Joe Root, English captain, he's a run machine. Uh, Can he do it in Australia with the bouncing ball? That's yet to be seen. He really does need to step up with the bat if they're going to be competitive this summer. But he's come out with a couple of words just saying that that little loss to India, well, it wasn't little, was it, for the Australians? But uh, last summer in the Test Series, that last game, that sort of, uh, you couldn't take your eyes away from it, but it's going to hurt the Australian cricket team. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Will Joe Root score runs? I think he will. I think he's a very, very good batsman has a great technique. Um, I don't. His mind games have no effect at all. He, he's no Michael Vaughan. He's no Andrew Strauss. Um, it's almost a negative effect when he comes out and says stuff like this. Yes, Australia did lose their stranglehold. 32 years we won at the Gabba, um, but the loss to India last January um, saw that. Tim Payne's been really good sort of kicking back at, uh, at Joe Root, sort of saying, well, Joe Root was actually originally saying he didn't want to come because of you know lockdown and um, have to go into a, a bubble, etc. Tim Payne just said, mate, if you don't want to come, don't. So <laughs> right back at you, Joe Root. Yeah, that, that stopped the conversation. It's an interesting test match, isn't it, the Gabba? And that's where this series will start this year. And if Australia bats first and gets a certain amount of runs, it's almost not series over, but you can start to see the tea leaves, can't you? You could almost predict what will happen. Yeah, there's a, there's a few big question marks still in the Australian team. Um, in the round... Uh, whether it will be Kawaja and Warner opening. Um, look, I'd love to see Warner kick off the series with a, with a big score, but uh, the form hasn't suggested he'll do that. So, you know, and I think if we lose early wickets, um, it puts a bit of pressure on, you know, on Lavashay and Smith, but... Now, we do have a very, very strong middle order. Yeah, I can't wait for it. I really can't. Now, the Melbourne Cricket Ground, it has a very special spot in your heart and mine. You played a lot of cricket there. I've covered 
an enormous amount of sport over 30 years and it has been shut and hopefully it'll never be shut for this period of time again. Crowds are welcome back to the MCG this Friday. How good is this? Back at the MCG, 5,000 people. It's only New South Wales versus uh, Victoria. I say only New South Wales versus Victoria, but 5,000 people per day. They all have to be fully vaccinated. But the goal is, Timmy, 80,000 plus there on Boxing Day for the uh, Boxing Day Test match. That's the plan. That's where they're heading to. But uh, Victorians will be getting excited now. They love their sport. Now, people that listen to our podcast are generally sports fans. If you have not been to a Boxing Day Test match and you have some way of finding an opportunity to get there, go and do it. It is a fantastic time of year, isn't it, in Melbourne? Yeah, it's unreal. It doesn't get any better. Um, people get in there early. Uh, the grass is always freshly cut, and um, you can just see the players starting to warm up. It's a real coliseum feel. Uh, when that first ball is bowled, you know you're at the ga- a game of cricket. You know you're at the MCG. It's a, it's a great feeling. I'm getting goosebumps t- talking about it, Tim. Yeah, I love it. And, and the thing about Melbourne is, and particularly if you're there socially, you can just step and catch a tram or you, you're quickly into the city. It's, it's Yeah, it's a cracking time of the year. And, of course, the Australian Open isn't long after that. Now, AFL, Nathan Vardy, this is... This is very innovative, if not ridiculous. He's got a QR code tattoo on his body in honour of West Coast 2018 Premiership. So you go up like you'd normally go into the IGA and pop your phone up and walk in and uh, you'd QR code your way Mm. in. Well, this QR code, you put your phone hovering it over the top and it will take you to the highlights of their Premiership victory. I've got two words for this. Shit tattoo. (laughs) I don't know what that's about, mate. Putting QR codes on yourself. Come on. That's what what I call too smart by half, Timmy. But uh, whatever floats your boat, I suppose. I wonder whether it's the fifth deenth schooner that has done this or, you know, like, really some of the things that people do. Now, Fremantle star Nat Fife, of course, Brownlow medalist from the past, he's suffered a, a fresh shoulder uh, shoulder setback. He's had a few problems, hasn't he, injury-wise? He has. Uh, the two times um, Brownlow medalist has had a shoulder surgery um, but has got a bacterial infection in there, so he's on intravenous um, antibiotics, mate. Um, they reckon it's going to set him back two to three weeks pre-season, but uh, look, he'll be back stronger. They've got some really good new recruits um, during the off-season, um, say Fremantle, so he'll be keen to get back on the paddock and, and perform again. But, yeah, two times Brownlow medalist, he'll, he'll be back you know, stronger than ever. Yeah, and Cody Walker's re-signed with South Sydney. There was quite a lot of talk that he may go and join Wayne Bennett up at the Dolphins, but, uh, yeah, it looked a long shot from um, – from where I was sitting, he's got a young family and he's decided to stay with South Sydney. I just get the feeling here that Cody Walker has pulled the wool over Wayne Bennett's eyes, which you don't normally see happen. I think he's really, really used as leverage. Um, you're talking about going there as a marquee signed player. He's obviously re-signed now with the Rabbitohs and probably a better deal. So, yeah, good on Cody Walker. But, yeah, he, he's, he's a Rabbitoh through and through. And as you said, he's got a young family here, mate. So he was going nowhere. But, um, yeah, Wayne Bennett now needs to look for another marquee player. Now, um, what about this story? Brisbane Broncos uh, legend Corey Parker, and he's doing a great job with Fox Sports, Fox League and the coverage. And he had a problem on the sideline. I remember when I used to do sideline, I almost uh, got uh, smashed by a couple of wingers coming out of the... I remember Lottie Dekiri missed us at 
at the old Parramatta Stadium by an inch, you know, that would have ended up at Westmead. So it, it, it doesn't come without, and, and of course, you sit on the sideline in Canberra and your toes freeze and, uh, and the weather gets you. But Corey Parker, he's, he's, had an, he's had a very odd injury, hasn't he? An unfortunate one. He has, mate. Uh, Corey Parker played 347 games for the Broncos, 19 state of origins, 13 tests, and he's on the sideline and a ball gets kicked towards the camera. He reaches up to stop the ball hitting the camera and he's tore his um, left bicep tendon clean off the bone. So, you know, I think we, we all do get older, Timmy, and um, but you don't expect uh, after that sort of illustrious career to, to do it, but tear your bicep tendon just trying to stop a ball hitting a camera on the sideline. So um, he's in hospital getting that fixed now, but he'll be fine. He'll be back back in the commentary box. He's a, he was a super player. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, this is an interesting story regarding Adam Elliott. Of course, we know that he signed a, a one-year deal with Canberra and there was all the, the drama, all the brouhaha about that sort of kiss that he had with the NRL or NRLW player Millie Boyle. And now they're actually... Boyfriend, girlfriend, it wasn't just a kiss. Timmy, you never know where you're going to find love, do you? Mm. <laughs> it might even be in the toilet. Um, no, they're in a committed relationship now, so, so good on them. They've come out and said that uh, they made it official, Facebook official, Timmy, so it has to be real, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And they actually grew up down south together, so uh, look, I wish them well. wish them well. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, there, there's peering cameras in everyone's lives, isn't there? And everyone wants to make up a massive story about absolutely everything. So hopefully they'll live happily ever after in Canberra. Good luck to them. Rising Aussie golf star Lucas Herbert, $1.5 million payday at the Bermuda Championship. He's only a young golfer and I think he's become the first Australian since Adam Scott to win both on the European and the US PGA Tour in the same year. And look, it's just extraordinary money, isn't it? It's big money. Um, and as you said, uh, he won $1.5 million at the Bermuda Championship. But the best thing he's made, he gets now, he gets a ticket to Augusta. Um, a guaranteed ticket, so he's in there, which would be a huge thing for him. But yeah, the only guy since Adam Scott in 2008 to win both um, at the Euro and the PGA Tours. So it's a big, big effort. Yeah, I talked about, you know, go to the MCG, go to the boxing, if you can ever get to the Masters. That is just off no. its head. Yeah. The US Masters, phenomenal. Um, <laughs> I want the year that Danny Willett won back in 2016. Now, what about uh, what about Yana Pittman? She became a bit of a um, viewer favourite, didn't she, in SAS, the way that she was the only woman that sort of took it all the way or nearly to the end and a little bit of a peel back on her fascinating life. She's gone on to become a doctor. She competed in both the winter and the summer Olympics and she's about to have twins. She is, mate. She's um, She's got six kind of six kids, twins, um, to a sperm donor. She's had cervical cancer, um, hence why she's gone and got the donors, that sort of stuff. But look, she's won two gold medals at the Commonwealth Games. She's a doctor um, and as you said, she was a bit of a favourite on the SAS show, but I, I just feel like the, the real negative publicity she got when she was um, an athlete, she's still trying to get the public to love her. I don't think Yana needs that. I, I think she's a superstar. She's achieved She's achieved more than most, and um, she should really, really be happy and proud of herself. She's, she seems like a really, really good mum, So um, and, and it's fantastic like, to go and do medicine after you've been to both uh, winter and Summer Olympics is a huge effort. So good on you, Yana Pittman. I'm, I'm a big fan. Yeah, they used to call it drama Yana, and it's, it's you know, mm. you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't sometimes, aren't you? Because she always used to sort of come out and she was, she'd give you great grabs as a as a journalist, but and then people started to potter because they're saying, oh, you say too much. Yeah, turn on mm. her.
Yeah. Mate, um, yeah, no, I wish her well. Yeah, I thought she was so impressive in that in that SAS. That was unbelievable. As I said to you, I, I would have been out before Bryn Edelston. I, would, I, wouldn't, no, I don't reckon tough. I would have got to the first ad break in that program. Um, now, it's a huge day today. We mentioned it up the top. You got your fascinator rest ready. Melbourne Cup Day 2021 um, <laughs> will um, incentivise get it done. The shortest price since around Farlap, but you've got to take into consideration we're not seeing a lot of international horses. So we're really going to try and find a horse to beat this favourite. I like Spanish Mission uh, with Craig Williams on board. I'm also going to have a little flutter at Very Elegant because I'm always on Very Elegant. Well, mate, me too. Um, they say incentivise is going to win by 100 yards, but history is against it. Um, I, I just think Chris Waller, he hasn't won a Melbourne Cup yet, I don't think, Timmy. Um, and he's got very elegant, and I also like the one he's got, Salino, as well. So I'm going to have those two in, in a um, in some sort of trifecta, mate, I think. Um, but, yeah, I think Chris, it's going to be Chris Waller's day today. He's won everything else. Um, I think he's going to put the Melbourne Cup above his head today. Yeah, I love Melbourne Cup Day. I remember my brother and I, one of my brothers and I used to run a book at school. <laughs> the, the highest price was – the highest <laughs> odds were like 20 to 1, so we'd always win well. But uh, it's just a lot of fun, isn't it, getting into all the sweeps and uh, you just never know who's going to win. So uh, good luck to everyone involved today and may uh, one of yours or my bets win. Now, let's wind the clock back. We mentioned the MCG opening up on Friday. Um, you want to tell us a, a little yarn about a game between New South Wales and Victoria and Jeff Henry Law. Awesome was your coach. Henry was our coach, and uh, I think Matty Ellett scored 180 in the second innings. Um, we, we, we were chasing the, the red leather ball all over the field all day, and uh, we had a, a, a atrocious loss there to the Victorians to the point where there was two injuries. I think Greg Matthews uh, went down crook, and Jeff Lawson, the then coach, came on the field, and he was sledging Matty Elliott, um, uh, which was quite funny. But in the change rooms afterwards, Jeff Lawson just tore shreds off us saying how bad we performed. We had no passion. And I thought as a senior player, I'd try and make light of the situation and and partly Henry's appearance, I'd have said, hey, hey Henry, why, why the long face? And um, yeah, it didn't go down very well, Timmy. Let's just say that. He tore shreds off me for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> and I had no support from the boys either. Not happy. It's got a bit of a Melbourne Cup edge too, too, doesn't it? Why the long face? <laughs> Matt Elliott had quite a long face himself in a nice way. I mean, he was an amazing batsman, wasn't he, Elliott, when he was on song? Mate, he was, mate. I remember uh, when Michael Slater uh, finally got dropped from the test team, we thought how we would ever replace someone like him. And Matt Elliott came in, I think, in his second test, scored 199 at Lords. And his bat looked like it was about 15 metres wide. He was a very, very good player. Yeah, MCG Ray Open. How good is that? That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, wonderful sponsors in Main Hair Care. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. And our great producer, Dan McHugh, back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. See you then, guys. Take care.